You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We welcome you in. Anita Marks with you. Uh, got a great show lined up for you. Mark Berman is going to be joining us in this hour to talk about the Knicks. Uh, we'll spend a lot of time talking about the NBA, that's for sure. And then, of course, uh, Joe Wiz will be joining us at 2 o'clock. Uh, an abbreviated show uh, because we do have some basketball to get to a little bit later on this afternoon. So with you until 2.30 this afternoon. Ty and uh, and Jake are producing the show back in the studio. So, um, gentlemen, good morning, or I should say, good afternoon. Good afternoon. It, it is. It is. It is. It is five minutes into the afternoon, so I guess it is more a good afternoon than a good morning. Good afternoon to you, Anita. Right. How you doing? Right. I'm good. I'm great. I'm great. Um, won a lot of money yesterday. I saw uh, that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so. Can I just say it's it's really interesting. Like you. Okay. You know me. I, I don't. I don't toot my horn often. Right. Like, I don't. Not I'm, really. I'm, 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 a, I'm like, I'm a, would you say that on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, would you say I'm a humble person? Like, where would you rank me in, re, in, in regard to humility? i say you're pretty humble. Yeah. You're pretty right? humble. Right? Yeah. Right? Like, I, like, I don't, like, I don't boast. I don't, whatever. But like, last night, all my picks on Daily Wager hit, except one. And it just so happened to be my best bet, which really upset me because I had a conversation before the show with our, our, our producer, uh, Eddie Marlette. And I was like, Eddie, there's so many plays I like. Which one should be my best bet? Like, I can't say that there's one I like more than the other. And the best bet I had was Luca over 31 and a half points. He's gone over 31 and a half points, seven of his last nine games. He's he's put up four, 45 points. Can you just marinate in this for a minute? Luca has put up 45 points in three of his last four games prior to the All-Star break. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, that should be my best bet. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only bet I lost last night. Was Luca over thirty one and a half points? He had twenty three, I think, on the night at the end of the night. I I, I stopped. I, I kind of knew at the at, at the halfway mark at halftime. I think he only had like, I don't know, eleven points. So like, I knew then my my bet was gonna lose. But nonetheless, so I kind of I wanted to make a funny today on social media, and so I had a lot of people who were like, Anita, thanks for the heat pick. I had the heat minus six. I had Lowry over points, assist, and rebounds. I had um, Batum with a block. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Uh, for whatever reason, I don't know. He's like he goes crazy with blocks whenever he goes up against your team, the Lakers, by the way. Last time he faced the Lakers, he had three blocks against Westbrook. Westbrook gets his shots blocked a lot. I don't know. Something weird there. Um, so like all these, you know, all my, all my, all my prop bets hit. All my plays. I had the, I had the Clippers. Sorry, Ty. I had the Clippers uh, plus three. I also had them on the money line. Like all my, like all my plays hit last night, except my best bet, which was Luca over thirty-one and a half points. Anyway, so I was getting all these like, hey, Anita, thanks, thanks, thanks. So I retweeted and I said, yeah. I said the only play that didn't hit was Luca, Luca over thirty-one and a half points, but I did get Wordle in three today. Oh, like I, I was trying to make a, I was trying to make a funny. Yeah. I was, tr- I was just trying to make a fun. Like, listen, 
for folks out there, you play Wordle, you get Wordle in three, like that's a win. And I, and I don't know about people out there. I know Dave Rothenberg doesn't like people who post their Wordle, blah, 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 whatever. Um, do, well, first of all, Jake and Ty, do you guys play Wordle? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. I you definitely do? know Wordle. Yeah, my yeah. mom loves Wordle. Big Wordle guy. Big Wordle mom. I don't I got are you, it. Okay, so, all right, so you know, like, I get Wordle in three lines. Like, that's a big deal. I don't get Wordle in three lines. Like, I average, like, line four and five. Like, I get nervous. I start, like, breaking out in, like, cold sweats when I get to line six. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. But, but like, you hit Wordle in three lines. Like, that's a win. That's good, because I had the over on three and a half for your Wordle, <laughs> so I'm happy on that. <laughs> That was actually his oh best bet. Oh my God, bet. Jake. It was Jake, that's the line of the day. I th- Jake, I think that's the line of the day right now, okay? <laughs> I had the over-under Wordle at three. Um, what'd you say, what'd you say, Ty? I said that was his best bet, and it hit. Unlike that was his best time. bet. No, it didn't hit because I had the. I got the under today. I got Wordle in three. So I was just trying to make a funny on Twitter, so I like retweeted and said, like, yeah, all my plays hit on Daily Wager last night except the Luca play. Um, but more importantly, like I got Wordle in three today and like, I mean, it's just like people come out of the woodwork like, oh, like arrogant. You're like, you know, what about the other day where you went like one in five and it's like, it's, 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 it's just, it's a lot. Like that's what social media is. It's a relax. But relax. Like. People are angry. I need it Saturday morning. Why? Why? Life is, life shouldn't be this hard for people. Just like relax. Like I was trying to make a funny about my Wordle. I was really proud of myself. And today's Wordle is not easy for folks out there. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But like it wasn't an easy Wordle. Out of curiosity, you guys, what's your, what's your first word? What do you start with? I just make up a random. No, no, Ty, you don't. That's not good strategy. You need to come up with a word that has the most vowels. Most you need to you need to have a word that has the most vowels in a five letter word. Come on, dude. Wow. I know you better than this. You're competitive. Yeah, I'm very competitive. But I, I know. Usually, so what are you doing? What do you like mean s- any word? You don't you don't you don't start wordle with any word. You need to start wordle with like the most vowels of any five letter word. Yeah, but it's six a.m. I'm dealing with a crying baby. I don't have time to you know strategize <laughs> that way. You there's no. What do you mean time to like you play it every morning? I'm there's no not. time to strategize or whatever. Yeah, Jake, do you Jake do you have an opening word? So I'll be honest, I've actually never played. Um, but my <gasps> my mom, as I mentioned, is like plays every and she's always putting it on her Facebook and everything. So I, I'm very familiar with the game and how to play. But I've myself never played. And I, I know Dave Rothenberg is uh, is 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 in, like it sounds like he like gets infuriated with people who put it up, but like it, it is a like it is a big deal. You get Wordle in three lines; it is a big deal. But I think anyway, you should go on his show and talk about it. No, I don't think so. I think you should. What happened? By the way, side note: What happened this week? Like something he said something about me, and like my 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 Twitter blew up. I don't like, think did, it, I don't think it did was he something did direct. he not did he not think I was something about me being funny? No, I so Twitter has a way. It's like the game of telephone where the, <laughs> the message gets lost in, in translation. Um, translation, and sometimes people do it purposely just to conjure up some some uh, drama. What he did was he uh, he power ranked um, station comedy like the station comedian. So the people. Okay, he so who was one? Funny. I can't. I honestly can't remember the list. I know. What Gordon, do you mean? You were their pro- 
producer all week. Oh, Anita, it's like five in the morning. It's it's hard to you know remember everything that happened. But I know on the list definitely. Uh, I wasn't in the top five. Michael K was on the list. Gordon Damer was on the list. Um, I can't remember who else was on the list, but you did not crack the top five. So I think someone took that and ran with it and, and went to you and said, oh, Dave's taking shots at you when he really wasn't taking shots at you. You just weren't in his top five. So he didn't, nece- he didn't necessarily say anything about me. He just didn't have me in his top five. Yeah, he was just like going through the names. He's like okay. throwing all the names of the hosts out there. He's like, do I want that person in my top five? No. I think Rick, was, Rick made his top five. So it, it was that kind of thing. So I'm just, I'm just out of curiosity. I'm just like, and I'm, I'm curious, like, and I'd love to hear from folks. Hit me up on Twitter at Anita Marks. Like, is comedy when you, when you, when you subscribe, right, or when you invest? Because really, t- to me, time is the most precious commodity, in my opinion. Anybody gives me time, it's 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 the most precious. Like because there's we only have so much of it, right? Like. We live and then we start growing old and we die. So uh, you want to make the most of your time. So to me, time is the most precious commodity. So if somebody is spending their time to listen to this radio station, specifically when I'm on, I'm uber appreciative, right? So um, I'm just curious, like, you know, is, is, is a comedic element important? Which, by the way, guys, really, really interesting when my, when my cell phone like literally blew up and it's, it's, and it's pretty impressive considering that they're on so early in the morning, right? Like, so my cell phone literally blew up and then people were, 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 uh, responding to mama Mimi. Like people love the mama Mimi segment. And so they were like, what are you talking about? And is that funny when her mom's on, it's the best segment on the station which I, I find interesting. I don't know if that says a lot about our, our, our network and our, our, our content, but nonetheless, listen, I love when my mom's on. It's fun. I get to talk to her. I know people love her, but um, anyway, I just, I'm, I'm curious, like is, is a comedic value important in regard to your listening preference? I, I don't like a lot of, you know, a lot of people want somebody who's like really in the know. Like how would you rank, how would you rank just out of curiosity, I'm curious. We'll open up the phone lines. Let's do this. 800-919-3776. How would you, what, what is the most important factor in why you listen to a sports talk radio host? Like what's, what's important there? Like I feel like the value I bring is my expertise in gambling, my expertise in fantasy. I'm here to help people win money. Um, I feel that my value is my insight in regard to the NFL and all the coaches and general managers and players I know and I speak to. And so I, I bring a, an, an element of insight. Um, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm an open book. Who I am in person is who I am on this radio station. Like I'm, I, who you hear talk on the radio right now is how I talk to my friends uh, there's no like, Hey, I'm Anita Marks and Hey, like, you know, um, I'm here. You're there. Like, no, there's none of that. Like, like who I am, right. Once you guys say, you guys know me. Once you say who I am on this radio station is who I am off the radio station. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, I, so, I, you know, th- those are the qualities I believe I bring to the equation. Um, sorry that I'm not in the top five of comedic value here on 90.70 ESPN, but I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm I am like, it just, it, I'm curious. Aren't you guys curious? Like it, the general public, like what makes them like, for example, 
Uh, one of the, and I know one of the best segments here across the board is when Dave Rothenberg does stump Rothenberg, like because it's it's ridiculous his Rolodex, right? Like I said this time and time again, he's got the brain of an elephant. Like I don't have that. If you ask me, hey Anita, do you remember like when Richard from Manhattan calls in? Like Anita, do you remember this? No, I don't remember. I don't remember crap. Like sorry, but you know. I'll give you the inside skinny in regard to where I think Aaron Rodgers is going to play next year. Mm. So where would you have Dave? Would you, would you have Dave on your top five of funny at the station or no? Yeah, because I think, because he's quirky. He's like, he's like a really quirky. He's like a, he's as I, I I use it. He's like, he's an interesting bird. Like I think Dave Rothenberg is an interesting quirky bird, right? Like the fact that like the giants lose a football game, (laughs) he destroys his home. He leaves his wife and he checks into a hotel for three days without letting anyone know where he is. Yeah. I think that's really freaking weird and quirky and funny. So yeah. I would definitely rank Dave Rothenberg in my top five because he's an interesting cat. Wouldn't you guys? Wouldn't you guys rank Dave in your top five in regard to like funny, odd, haha? Definitely, yeah. He makes waking up early, you know, very funny. And he is very smart, but it's it's good to, you know, be smart and be funny at the same time. So you're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. Uh, this is from Anthony. Comedic value isn't necessary, but light segments are welcomed. Also depends on the personality of the host and I think the time slot of the show. Uh, this is from Tony. He says, you sound like you're making a pitch for a new contract. Not bad. Not bad at all. Well, I just re-up, dude. So, and Tony, I'm, I'm, an, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. So, thank you for being concerned about my financial income. Um, DJ Chef, Chef says that uh, he loves the music choice. Okay, so that's a shout out to both uh, Jake and uh, and Ty. Um, and one guy said, "Never failed since Jolie." Um, of course, that's a song written. Uh, folks might not be aware of this, but Joe, you know the song from Dolly Parton, "Jolie, Jolie." Uh, that was written. She wrote that because there was a bank teller who was flirting with her husband. And so she wrote that about the bank teller. It's a true story. And um, she was worried that she was going to le- lose her husband to the bank teller. So just, again, worthless information that you gain listening to the Nita Mark show on a Saturday afternoon. 800-919-3776. Um, all right, let's go, to, uh, let's, let's go to Anthony in Brooklyn. Anthony, you're up. Hey, Anita. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I mean, as far as I look at it with hosts, I mean, uh, you know, the, the guy with the text brought up a good point, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, uh, as far as what you want to hear. Uh, me, personally, it's just, you know, somebody who's knowledgeable is going to give you the information. Uh, what gets me annoyed, and, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing and hosts can do it, but I, you just get it where they hype something too much just for controversy or that you can tell that they're not really the same type of person on the radio. I love listening to you because I feel like how you talk on the radio is how you would talk with your mailman at the door getting your mail. And it's just, it just feels good. It's just an, an, an honest, you know, to me, you're just, you're just you. And I think that comes across so much, whether you agree with you or not, but it's just you. The other thing, if you ever get a chance, I would love to know what's in your bag when you play golf. Thank you. 
<laughs> you got it, Anthony. You know, and 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 I'm I'm not sitting here defending um defending those who and and I call it clickbait, right? But like there's there's a lot of and it's not just sports talk radio, but also it's uh you know, it's 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 a lot of reporters out there. Like it's really important that they break stories or they create controversial content so that they get a lot of clickbait. And that's how they stay employed. So I just I just share that with you just to say, understand the parameters of how we in the media are being judged and valued with our employers. And that is the most followers, the most listeners, the most this, the most that. So a lot of times like, you know, you'll, you'll, you know, maybe there's somebody out there who covers the Giants or covers the Jets and you feel like they're always stirring controversy. They're always, you know, creating issues. Well, because when they create issues, they get more followers, they get more clicks, they get more clickbait. And unfortunately, I don't think it's in their DNA to honestly want to do that. But I think they feel like they have to in order to contain and uh and and continue with the number of followers and increase their followers and con- con- increase their fan base so just keep that in mind we're all subject to the environment we live in unfortunately sometimes let's go to papa joe in jersey papa joe i love that welcome in good afternoon hey hey nita thanks for having me on i love you i think you guys you're great you're genuine you're honest. I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but you're honest. Sometimes I love your rants. Your rants are unbelievable. I don't necessarily agree with them, but they're from your they're from your gut, which I think is great. I love your fantasy stuff between you, Michael K, and Mike and, and Rothenberg. That's why I listen to uh, your show and uh, or ESPN. And um, I think some of your gambling ideas are pretty smart. I, I wasn't that happy with Murray State last weekend, but what the heck? You can't be perfect, right? No, they they totally let us down, didn't they? I mean, what? Oh what, my I, what God, was the, they weren't in the game was, at all. They weren't in. Well, I, I mean, they won, but they only won by two. I mean, they didn't yeah, cover, they, right? Like, like what did we? We laid like ten or eleven down, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, they came on to win the game, but they didn't do anything for us. They weren't in the game at all until the yeah. They at the very, they, they, they yeah, won but, at the very end. But but with you and everybody, I I think. Sometimes, my opinion, I think sometimes you get the raw end there. I think, you know, you work long hours. Uh, you, you, maybe you're not on the prime hours all the time, but I think your show is great, and, and, and uh, you should be very proud of yourself. Well, thank you, Papa Joe. I, I appreciate that. Thank you for the phone call. Murray State, by the way, today, minus 11.5 against Southeast Missouri State. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to put money on that. Um, I, I like Murray State a lot, and, and for folks who maybe this is the first time you're tuning in to me, it's fine. Um, I do a, I love March Madness. Like March Madness to me is the second best sporting event um, after NFL football. I even like March Madness basketball more than I like college football. Um, I just love the tournament. I, I think it's I think it's really exciting. It's so fun. There's going to be more parity this year. I think in in the past decade, like uh, my money is on Gonzaga to win, but Arizona could win Providence. Um, There's, there's like, there's like a good, I'd say anywhere between 10, 10 to 12 teams that legitimately have a shot, have a shot, have a chance 
of winning the tournament this year. And like, and, and I love that as opposed to last year, right? Gonzaga went in, they were undefeated. Everybody thought that they were going to win it. Of course, we know what happened at the end. I think they're coming back into this season. Uh, they've lost two to two solid teams. Um, Duke being one of them. I, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to remember who the, the second loss was to maybe Texas. I don't know, but um, I think they're playing there. There's a revenge factor there for Gonzaga because they didn't win it last year. So I do like Gonzaga, but again, like I, I think it's, 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 it's open and, and I love that. And I love that this, this year, the tournament is really going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but with that being said, uh, Papa Joe mentioned Murray state. I, I like Murray state a lot. I'm not saying that Murray state's going to win, but I think Murray state's going to, going to pull some upsets. This, this, this college football March Madness season. That's for sure. 800-919-3776. Quick break. We come back. Let's dive into some NBA talk with you guys. Okay. Again, the Knicks, unfortunately, they lose to the Heat last night. But like uh, Kimball Walker shut down for the season. Derek Rose getting a second surgery, albeit, you know, a skin irritation, infection, whatever it happens to be. Hopefully it's nothing serious. Um you know, obviously, this is a team that's looking forward to next year. That's why I thought it was great to have Mark Berman. He's going to be joining us at, at twelve forty-five, so we can start. Let's 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 start forecasting. You're listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. This is click, 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 or don't. Very simply, here's the headline: Are you interested in clicking or not? That's right. Click or don't click. A fun way we uh, tour around our wide, wide world of sport. We find out what's trending based on the headlines that are out there. And do they grab our attention? Our two producers, of course, uh, Ty and Jake, lead the way as always. Gentlemen, what you got? Brooklyn, we back. Oh, I'm, I'm clicking that. Like, Brook, what? All right. So good news. Uh, ESPN, Nick Friedel reporting that Kevin Durant continues to make progress in his rehab from a sprained left MCL, and his return to the floor will happen at some point in the next week. Steve Nash quoted in saying, every day he is getting closer. We'll see. I expect in the next week he'll be back for sure. It could be quick. It could be the whole week, barring any setback. So if we take a look at the net schedule, obviously tonight they play the Bucks. That's a game you can watch on ABC. Uh, then on Monday... They are home for the Raptors. Then they go to Toronto to play the Raptors on Tuesday. Back home on Thursday for the Heat. And then next Sunday, they are in Boston to play the Celtics. So Kevin Durant inching closer to a return. Additionally, Goran Dragic is going to make his Nets debut tonight against the Bucks. He signed uh, after he was bought out earlier this week by the Spurs. So... The Nets getting some reinforcements, and then, as you mentioned earlier, Ben Simmons, still no timetable on his return, but I guess the expectation is that at some point before the Sixers game, he should be back. He should be back. Uh, listen, I've been talking about it all show. Like, I, you know, I, I don't know what to expect. I, I've got I've got immense optimism, right? Um I don't I don't know if you were here last week when I, I shared this. Um, so when, when the Ben Simmons trade went down, you know me, right? I'm immediately looking, how am I going to wager on this? How am I going to win money on this, right? So uh, there were these prop bets that came out on Ben Simmons. And one of the prop bets out there was over under two three-pointers 
for the remainder of the season. And again, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, let's just say that his debut is March 10th. So, you know, you've got at least anywhere between, what, uh, 15, what, 12 to 15 games. You're telling me he can't knock down three three-pointers in 12 to 15 games? I'm like, and, 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 and also, is it plus money? Was it plus what? 120. And so for folks out there that are listening who maybe you don't gamble, what that means is you're laying $100 down and you're weighing $120 if, of course, he hits three three-pointers for the remainder, three three-pointers total for the remainder of the regular season. I'm like, what's wrong with this? Like, there's something weird here. I did a deep dive. Do you know in his entire career, tie, he only has five, I'm sorry, three three-pointers in 58 tries. Can we just marinate in that for a minute? Like, listen, uh, like, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a professional basketball player, obviously, uh, but I do play a lot of pickup basketball and like, mm. I, I do have a nice stroke. Like I, I, I will, I could hit three, three pointers in uh, 58 tries. You think like, that if you played in an NBA game, you could hit more than three? No, but games. I'm not, ben, I'm not Ben Simmons. My, my competition, my competition is a bunch of X or present day doctors and accountants that I play with pick up basketball on a Saturday or Sunday morning at some stupid ballpark. That's my level of competition. Ben Simmons is an NBA player. I'm saying my with my level of competition, I could hit three three-pointers in 12 games. You're telling me he can't? And the money he makes? Like to me, like I just feel like, what the, who did the, they sign here. Like I get like his defensive prowlness, uh, the, the way that, right the, the way that he's able, they're not going to need him to do that. But can we just marinate that three, three pointers in his entire career Ty? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, it, it, and I think it is further illuminated uh, when you look at what the league is now. It's a three point shooting league. They're, they're shooting it, you know, at a rate that has never been seen before. And every single year they're setting records as far as three-point attempts are concerned. So, yes, it's going to become more highlighted uh, given the environment that he's playing and where the league is now. But for the Nets, they're not going to need him to shoot threes. They need him to play all-NBA defense. They need him to be a playmaker, rebound, run the fast break, and just fit in with Kyrie, KD, around all the other shooters like Seth Curry, Patty Mills, and hopefully Joe Harris when he gets back. Just play your role. We don't need you to shoot threes. Just play defense, rebound, play, make, run the break, and then everything else will take care of itself. I think the biggest question mark, though, is not going to be the three-point shooting. As I mentioned, it's just going to be late-game free-throw shooting. Our our team's going to go with that hack of Ben Simmons the way they did in that Atlanta series last year. And one of the reasons why he might have passed up that dunk that everyone knows about in Game 7 was because, you know, he's scared of going to the free throw line. He doesn't want to be touched. So I think that would be the biggest question mark. Not him shooting threes. It's his ability to make free throws. I, I just, I, I just, I find it, I find it, like, this is what you do for a living. Like, hone your craft, dude. Hone your craft. Make more than three three-pointers in your entire NBA career. Like, I just, like, to me, it's just, like, that's unbelievable to me. I was shocked. I'll use the word shocked. I was shocked when I discovered that. You know, his, you, you mentioned his free throw shooting percentage. It's below, it's below 60. It's, it's at 59.2%. I don't know. You give up arguably one of the best players to ever play. Let's just say a top 10 uh, to ever play in the NBA for that. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. 
I'm 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 thoroughly intrigued and and, and really curious to see how this all plays out. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a real a fun remainder of the regular season. That's for sure. What else do you got? All right, so we've talked a lot of basketball today, and for good reason. You know, there's no baseball, no football, but my story actually deals with a sport that is not even you know in real place right now to even have a season, and that is MLB. So my title is putting Ooh. the L in MLB. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, yes, I know a lot of people, you know, with baseball right now, with it not even being existent, don't really know what to talk about, but they still find their way into the news and not for a good reason. It's been a week of terrible signs for the sport, and that really hit a crescendo this week when Rob Manfred showed up for the first time on Friday to take part in these negotiations. So, why wasn't he there prior? You know, before today was supposed to be the first day of spring training. So for him to show up now is kind of weird. But, you know, the owners say that if a deal isn't reached by this Monday, that games will definitely be canceled. So it's a whole disaster of a mess that baseball has on their hands right now. I don't believe that the entire season is obviously going to be canceled since there's so much money on the line. But for the first time in a long time, I really believe that baseball might not start on time. So. If that happens, we're going to see, you know, a lot of free agents being signed in a rapid speed within a couple of weeks. The spring training will then be reduced. We might see an influx of injuries. So, Anita, what are your thoughts on everything that's going on with baseball right now? Yeah. Um, you know, I had a conversation with Jeff Passan on my digital show uh, called Bet, and it airs Monday through Friday around 4.30 on ESPN+. And um, it didn't sound to me, and, and, and I'm just – I'm. I'm passing the buck, I guess I'm, you know, to me, obviously Jeff Passan more in the know than I am when it comes to the makings and what's going on with, with major league baseball. It didn't sound to me like he thought the season was going to start on time. So what does that mean? A condensed season, which I said, I'm all for, I think the season's too long. That's just my two cents. I'm sure people out there will disagree with me. Um, you know, I, I think I think really what it's going to come down to, and, and, and whenever we, we get in this situation, whether it's baseball, basketball, football, whatever, they're the haves and the have-nots. In professional sport, it's just like in real life, right? You've got the players that are making like a gazillion dollars, and then you've got the other players that are, and, and I use the word, I use the phrase, getting by uh, loosely. Because, I mean, for any of us who are making 1.2, 1.5, 1.7, million a year, uh, we're living large, right? At least I would be. Um, So, you know, but those are the players that are going to be, are are going to be antsy. Those are the ones that, ooh, I'm not making any money. I don't have the, you know, uh, $350 million contract to uh, that that I've been making for the past year or two or three that I've got all this money saved in the bank and I don't have to work for a season like I you know so you've got the haves and the have-nots and I think really what's going to happen and again I don't think this is isn't just like strictly with Major League Baseball this is across the board when it comes to any kind of work stoppage 
the have nots get antsy. The have nots are like, all right, I only have so much saved and it's not just me. It's my extended family. Because majority of professional athletes support their extended family. I don't think that's en- that en- enough of that is discussed. So, y- you know, they've got other businesses that they've invested in. There's other things that are going on there. So, I, I just I I think it's I think it's going to get testy at some point in time. And uh, so I-, I do believe that we will have a major league baseball season. Do I feel that it will be condensed? Possibly. Um. And, and, and in all honesty, I hope it I hope it is because I think the season's too long anyway. Yeah, I think a lot of people are actually in agreement with you. I'm in the minority just because I'm such a baseball nut that 162 is not enough for me. But I feel like a majority <laughs> is with – yeah, I know. I'm crazy. Well, they were making fun of me this morning. Ty and uh, Dave were making fun of me because I actually watched spring t- training games. So the fact that they got canceled – uh, makes me a little upset, which do I do. Let me ask you this. Do you travel for spring training? No, games? I've actually never been to Florida. I, w- I would love to. Uh, it's definitely on my bucket list, but just the way. Whoa, 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 whoa. You've never been I've, to the I've, state of I, Florida? No, I've been to Florida. I've never been to Florida for spring training. I should oh, be okay. way more specific. I've been to Florida, Disney World, family. I've just never I gone that to question spring too. training. I was just like, wow, you've never been to the state of Florida? Yeah, who's never been to the state of <laughs> All right, Florida? I've been there. I actually never been to California, but that's a whole nother story. But at least that's on the West Coast. Yes, I, I do love Florida. And we are you know, employees of Walt Disney, so we do have some nice perks when we go down there. But just kind of putting a bow on this baseball spring training thing. One team in New York and one team in baseball really made a lot of key moves before this all started, and that is, of course, the New York Mets. And they got their manager, they got Max Scherzer, they got Starling Marte, they got a lot of players, which a lot of teams did not do before the lockout. And the one player, there's a few, but the one main player that a lot of teams have their eye on, including the Yankees and the Mets, is Freddie Freeman. And you said you had Jeff Passan on your podcast, you were talking to him. One other guy that a lot of people think of when they hear a baseball news is Buster Olney. And if you haven't heard, Buster Olney will be co-hosting with Dave Rothenberg this Friday from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN. And Yankees obviously need a first baseman. Luke Voigt might not be the answer. Some people don't know if Rizzo will be back. So obviously they're going to be a contender or in the running for Freddie Freeman. But why would the Mets be in a running? Uh, here's what Buster Olney had to say. Pete Alonso, I know, believes he's a first baseman. Um, you know, you talk to evaluators of the teams, they really feel like he might be better suited at DH. If you're the Mets and you want to upgrade in two different ways, that would be one way to go because that would be one player I'm sure Pete would go, well, if you're getting Freddie Freeman, then I'll, I'll do what you need to do. Uh, but that would be a significant change. So if you imagine the Mets now getting Freddie Freeman, not only are you taking him away from your probably your biggest rival in the Atlanta Braves, but you're also getting, you know, a former MVP. So that would be huge news for the Mets, who are already clearly all in. And can you imagine what Yankee fans would do, including myself, if the Mets this offseason added Buck Showalter, Max Scherzer, Starling Marte, and then Freddie Freeman while the Yankees just sat put and did nothing? Oof. That would be a rough one, Anita. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it would be, but... You know, the, the the Yankees started with a better roster than the Mets anyway. Right? Like, uh, let me let, let me turn this around on, on you. And what what would you have liked to to see the Yankees do this this offseason? And and it really everything's everything's on hold right now, as we know. And and from what I understand, that was a big reason why 
the Scherzer and, and, and Mets deal got done as quickly as possible is understanding that there would be this work stoppage. But um, so, uh, you know, obviously it, it's, you know, there, there's still teams that are, are not truly formulated, but what, what would you have liked to have seen your Yankees do? I think the main concern that a lot of Yankees fans have is they need a shortstop. They don't think that Glaber Torres defensively is that mm-hmm. guy. So I don't know where they're going to put him because DJ LeMayu is obviously there too. Second. Yeah, right. so it's confusing. The four main guys, the shortstops, well, Marcus Simeon's off the table, Corey Seager's off the table, and that leaves Carlos Correa and Trevor Story. So it's really up to the Yankees to try to decide if they want to go for that home run, you know, knockout signing in a shortstop, or if they want to kind of go cheap and, you know, get an Andrelton Simmons, which of course will not make any Yankees fans excited. So, especially when the people across, you know, town are making these big high-end moves. So, it'll be interesting to see in that short span when we see all of these free agents starting to sign in a quick, rapid pace because the season is shortened and condensed. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see what the Yankees do. It, it will be interesting. I, I wonder if there's pressure on this Yankees. I would say no, but I'm just throwing this out there. Food for thought. Is there pressure with Cashman and this Yankees organization based on uh, the money moves that the Mets are making? You know, the Yankees, as we know, they never want to be second fiddle to the Mets because they rarely are. Guys, uh, it, it, any final thing that's trending before we take a break? Uh, just the last thing. I thought this would uh, catch your interest. Um, last night it was announced that Sean McVay was offered $100 million by <laughs> yeah, Amazon to become <laughs> the analyst on their exclusive Thursday night football package, but he has since turned it down and says his plan is to come back and defend his title uh, as head coach of the Super Bowl-winning Los Angeles Rams. Could you imagine turning down $100 million to be an analyst? <laughs> For Monday Night Football, like Could you imagine I, offering someone who's never done the job before a hundred million dollars. I can networks and executives do that kind of thing, but like I've never heard Sean McVay speak and, and thought like you know what he's going to be a great analyst. Yeah, but he's but coming off of it. But he's coming off of a Super Bowl win. He's young. He's hip. Some people might find him attractive. He's physically fit. Like, like you know, there there is a presence there with him, right? Like, he's easy on the eyes, and he he's just won a super. He's he just won. I mean, I'm being honest. Like, you know, us women have to deal with that each and every day, right? Like, so um, he's just won a Super Bowl. You know, people might think he's cool. He's fun. He's got a lot. He's like, if, if you if you see the video of him running up and down the sideline, like he's got a, like he's like a boatload of energy. You know, like, um, I, like I, I get it. I, I guess my but my point is, the life of a professional head coach is non-existent, right? Like, you're up at three a.m. You're at the facility no later than five. You try to get a workout in. You're there until 11 o'clock at night. You come home. You sleep for three hours. You do it over again. So he's committing to doing that again to try to win another championship for the Rams as opposed to taking a $100 million contract to do Thursday night football. And yeah. not to say, and, and let me just say that, not to say that that's a big job and there's a big commitment and there's time invested in work, but nowhere close to what coaches have to do. It's a, wow. 
that's just that's that's that was that's a wow. But he did that's turn a wow, it down. Wow, 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 wow. He yeah. did turn wow. down his job and the Ooh. Rams I mean, listen, he he's got an excellent shot to go back to back. I know it's hard to do. Hasn't been done since the Patriots uh did so about two decades ago. But when you look at the uh landscape of the NFC, uh why at this point shouldn't the Rams be the favorites to to come out of that conference? You're absolutely right. You know, um, with, with Brady gone, Rodgers, you know, his his tenure in Green Bay could be over. Uh, no one believes in the Cowboys, especially if Mike McCarthy's your head coach. Um, it, it's just it's just question marks everywhere, and not so many in LA. But going one step further, and I had Cynthia Freeland on our gambling show last night, and that is, she doesn't expect Russell Wilson to be back in Seattle. Um, you've got Murray and the Cardinals in a really interesting situation right now. Like he deleted all his Cardinals from all his social media. You know, there's some fences that need to be mended there. And, um, and there's talk and speculation that they're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. And I know you and I are on opposite ends of the, the field on this. And that is Lance, Trey Lance isn't ready to start in the NFL. So, so if, if, if Jimmy Garoppolo is traded and they go with Trey Lance, they're waving the white flag. He's not ready to win a Super Bowl this year. But that organization is in regard to talent, offensive line, defense, offense. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, right now the Rams are prime right now based on the speculation of what's going to happen in that division. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Joe Wiz on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. He's got a new show out. He's teamed up with our own Ty Butler. You can listen to them tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, Joe? How you doing? Hi, Anita. Thanks for having me on. Yes, Ty and me crushed it last week. I gave out a ton of free winners last Sunday at 8 a.m. And tomorrow we're going to have some more big winners uh, in the NBA, college basketball, hockey, and who knows, we might even jump on the golf course. <laughs> Ooh, Really? Well, we're gonna, well, I'm gonna have to text. You, I'm gonna have to text you before we go on the air and see who you like because uh, golf. I was just gonna I'll say, honest, wait, not my forte. Who's, <laughs> who's who's your golf handicapper? Seriously, you're gonna be my golf handicapper, just like I steal all your picks on the prop bets and everything else. It's a lot of work. I'm gonna stick to my basketball and my so, even horse racing is challenging. So, so let's. I, I just I want to have a conversation really quick before we get into your bets because I, I had an issue last night. And so I was on daily wager and I want to say like in regards to daily wager, you know, during, during the course of a show, um, each analyst, each handicapper, we have anywhere between, let's say, uh, six, six to 10 plays. Okay. And I probably had like eight plays last night in regard to like NBA plays as well as prop bets. Every single one of them hit last night. Every, I had, I had clippers on the money line. I had, uh, 76ers minus two and a half. I had the heat minus six, like every play hit except my best bet. My best bet was Luca. My best bet was Luca over 31 and a half points. Does that, it, 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 it's, it's crushing. It's like, I should be like, Ooh, yeah, I went, you know, seven and one last night. Like you, you we both know that that rarely happens, right? Like, like people who follow us think that we need to be right a hundred percent of the time. It doesn't happen. But just the fact that like my best bet didn't hit, it kind of ruined my night. Is is that how do how do I get how do I get over that, Joe? How do I get over that? Listen, 
you're seven and one, be happy. I mean, even if uh, Luca didn't score those 31 points, uh, I'm sure from the betting perspective and the investment perspective, there's still no way you, you didn't make money. And that's all it's about, making money. So congratulations. That's a great night. I mean, uh, you know, one blemish, seven and one, I'll take it any day of the week, regardless if it was your best bet or not, because I saw on Twitter that you went against the Knicks in the uh, heat. And, uh, you know, this, the betting against the Knicks seems to be pretty easy these days. Oh, yeah. Is it not? Anyway. All right. Uh, let's let's get to you and let's get to some of your picks and your plays. We are inching closer and closer to March Madness. Again, it's my second favorite time of the year. It's my second favorite sporting event. So I'm starting to get involved um, with a lot of college plays and a lot of college picks as well. And there's some really great games like I can't wait, like Kansas Baylor. Can't wait to see that later on this evening. So I'm on Kansas, by the way, but um, but let, let's 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 start with you. What, what what's your favorite college basketball play this afternoon? Well, one of my games is at 6 p.m. Uh, it's in the Missouri Valley Conference, which a lot of people don't pay attention to. You have uh, Loyola Chicago taking on Northern Iowa. Uh, it's senior night uh, for the Northern Iowa Panthers, and these two teams met just uh, nine days ago, and it was a blowout. Loyola Chicago won the game 85-58. to 58. It was never close. So then you sit there and say, well, why is the line only two? Well, the Panthers of Northern Iowa are very good. They've won eight of nine. The only loss they had was to this Loyola team, and it's senior Tonight, um, and a lot of people don't pay attention to that, but when you deal with college kids, the emotion for this game is going to be really mm-hmm. high. And not only that, but the regular season title, who gets the number one seed in the Missouri Conference, is on the line. The line being two, uh, I, I think that Northern Iowa is going to win the game outright. I gave it out on Twitter, and I'm uh, recommending everyone to take them on the money line and plus two uh, with Northern Iowa to get revenge against Loyola Chicago. That's one of several plays that I like today. Several, one of several. Um, yes, you, I'm against you. Uh, you like Kansas or Baylor? Who was your pick on that one? I, I like Kansas tonight. I, I think I think Bill Self is is going to have these guys ready. Can, Baylor's dealing with some injuries. Um, I, I, I like Kansas. Yeah, I um, I looked, we talked about that on the fine line this morning, and you know Jayhawks beat uh, you know beat Baylor earlier in the season, mm-hmm. you know, earlier, and uh, that's the problem with uh, with the Bears. They lost one of their best players, but they got Flagler. But I'm I'm curious to see how Baylor comes out there. But uh, getting points with Kansas is very tempting, isn't it? Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yes. You don't see that too often, so uh, uh, I, I kind of like that one there. But you know, the Kansas is twenty-three and four, just thirteen and fourteen against the spread. But big game also for Baylor. Anita, Anita uh, Baylor right now is one game behind Kansas mm-hmm. in the uh, Big Twelve. If they somehow beat Kansas, they would tie them for the conference. Um, and the big question: What you mentioned injuries? Baylor, their best player, Jonathan Tushawama, he was their best player. He got hurt a couple weeks ago against Texas. If he was healthy, it might have been. It might be a different story. Um, Duke and, and Syracuse, they're playing today, right? Yeah, they're playing at the Carrier Dome. It's like Carrier Dome is like the football stadium. No one even knows that there's a basketball game going on tonight at 
the Carrier Dome. And Duke Blue Devils is the farewell tour for Coach K, 24-4, and 18-10 against the spread. And meanwhile, Syracuse, Jim Bayham just lost at Notre Dame, 79-69. Uh, this is an absolute must-win game. Cuse uh, right now, I have them outside looking into the tournament. We talk about March Madness. And not only this, but after this, they've got to go play at North Carolina, and then they come and they play a tough Miami team here. They're getting 7.5 points. The total's at 151. I think Cuse could hang around in this game here. Uh, Duke is just 1-3 and three against the spread in the last four games. Um, they just got by Virginia uh, the other night. Um, they were laying 6. They won by 4. Um, I'm going to take a shot with Syracuse. I'm buying the extra half point because they think I might need it with Syracuse. I'm taking eight points plus the eight. I'm taking a home dog at the carry deal and hope Jim Beheim can salvage his season and maybe keeps the dim home hopes alive for the NCAA tournament. So uh so you're you're on you're on Syracuse getting the eight. Um yes. all right I am go I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some of the plays that I like today and let's keep it in our uh, in our backyard and I, I know we can't really can't really gamble on this because it's Rutgers, but I do like Rutgers minus two and a half going up against Wisconsin. Uh, if you know somebody who knows somebody who can go online and put that play in, I highly recommend you do it. Thoughts well, on Rutgers. Don't you remember, you know, I, you know, it's funny. Anita, everyone's talking about like legal sports betting and how gigantic it is, right? Our sponsor, uh, the on the sponsor on uh, my show uh, is bet rivers, of course, in New York, but you know, prior to legal sports betting, everybody was still able to make a bet. I've been doing radio and sports betting shows for 20 years. So there's people out there on the ground that'll take the action. I'm not endorsing that, but there's plenty of op- people can still make bets with or without legal sports betting. Obviously, Legal sports betting, people feel more comfortable. It's more secure. But Rutgers in Wisconsin, it's a big revenge game for the Badgers. Rutgers won at the Kohl Center in Madison uh, a while back. And uh, now Rutgers is coming in off of two straight losses. Last week, last Sunday time, myself talked about the show. Uh, I gave out Rutgers early in the morning at plus 12. But that line crept up, Anita, talking about good value and good spread. I was able to get Rutgers plus 12 and a half. And they got the cover uh, against uh, Purdue last Sunday. But then they went on to Ann Arbor and lost at Michigan. But Rutgers at home has been very, very tough. They've beaten all top ten, all quality opponents here. They're laying two and a half here. I'm not. I thought they'd be honest with you. When I thought I saw this line, I thought that it would they would be a small dog. I'm not comfortable with them at home as a favorite. But um, I do lean towards Rutgers a little bit in this game here on the money line. I'm not laying two and a half with the Rutgers. Mississippi State. I like them going up against Vandy. Your thoughts? No opinion on that game here. I didn't look at the game with Vanderbilt, um, Mississippi State. Um, no opinion on that game. Murray State. I know you love Murray State. You gave. I out. do love Murray State. <laughs> let me let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Murray State is going to make a run in the in the in the big dance. They're like Murray State to me is that team that like nobody wants to play. Right? Like they're that they're that they're that team that like ooh like ooh I don't want to like I don't want to play them. Yeah, you're right. And Murray State um, is a top 25 team. They're ranked at the top 20. They're coming off a big win over Belmont, also, yep. which is in yep. the conference. And that was so, senior the line, night. The line was like that exactly. was senior the night. Line was very low. <laughs> it was only three points. So now they're traveling on the road. If I get it, and they're going to Southeast yeah. Missouri State, and they're right. laying a big number. I'm looking at the letdown theory here. I, I'm, I, I'm, I would take the points in that game only because they, it was senior night. They just beat Belmont made a statement, and now they're laying points on the road. Uh, I lean small towards the dog in the game. I'm sorry. No, don't be, don't be sorry. I'm just I'm, I'm sharing with you the plays I like, and this is your segment. I'm curious what side of the coin you're on 
with the plays that I like today. Let's let's look at some of what, what's going on in the NBA. And um, I think this this uh, the Heat Spurs game is a very interesting one, right? Like both these games, both these teams played last night, but the Spurs double overtime. Now they have to get on the road, go to Miami, take on the Miami Heat. Miami Heat favored by eight and a half. I love this play. I, I'm I'm back on the Heat for sure. Yeah, when you got to look at it, whenever teams play double overtime, it could be taxing, especially with them traveling on the road. Who knows what time they got into their hotel exactly. and how much sleep they got. Uh, and all that other stuff, you know, uh, Miami, uh, you know, pretty much went through the motions last night with the uh, with the Knicks. They got the job done. Delaying eight and a half in this game here. Totals two twenty five. Miami Heat has a history of uh, a lot of high scoring games with the Miami Heat. I'd rather take a look at the total here. I think this total, uh, Spurs will be tired. Uh, Miami, um, even though they played last night as well, but they didn't play double overtime and had a short ride, short trip down to Miami from New York. Um, I like the total this game two twenty five to go over between Miami and the Spurs over two twenty five. Uh, Memphis going up against Chicago um, over under 238. I'm on the over here. I think a lot of points, both these teams, very high, fast-paced style play. A lot of good shooters. You know, obviously DeRozan averaging 35 points a game. Um, So I I like the over here at 238. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yeah, you take a look at uh, Memphis. They're coming off a loss. They lost um, at Minnesota um, out of the All-Star, but they lost 119 to 114 here. Um, but you take a look at Memphis. Their spread record is one of the best in all of NBA. Either. Even with that loss to Minnesota, they're 39 and 21 and 1 against the spread. And uh, Chicago Bulls uh, needed a miracle to uh, win, but they did get the job done um, when they uh, beat the Atlanta Hawks the other night, 112 to 108. I like Memphis. I think Memphis is a better team than Chicago Bulls right now. And, uh, you know, a lot of people talk about Memphis as a dark horse team to possibly, you know, make some serious noise in the West as far as coming out of the West. Who knows? Uh, I know nobody will believe that when you have the Suns and uh, uh, Phoenix Suns and uh, Golden State playing in the West. But uh, I like uh, I like I like Memphis in this game uh, over the Bulls to win last last NBA play for me today. And and that is uh, the Nuggets. I like the Nuggets minus eight and a half against the Kings. Uh, Jokic has just been a, a, a force, arguably a flying. It's unbelievable to me flying low on the radar, arguably having one of the best years of ever in the history of the NBA. You know, did you, did you hear that somebody put $50,000 down yesterday that he was going to win the MVP? Did you, did you hear about that bet? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. So that's yeah. interesting. Um, so, yeah, and these two teams just met a couple of days ago in Sacramento, and um, actually I had Denver in that game. They were laying four, not bigger laying points on the road, but I did, and they won the game 128 to 110. What's an interesting stat about this? these two teams, that a lot of the games that they play are all high-scoring affairs. Uh, the last one, six meetings between the uh, Nuggets and Sacramento have gone over the total, um, and uh, Sacramento, uh, you can't really trust them. I mean, they're tw- 26 and 
34 gets the spread, but they, you know, their games involved are 32 and 28. They go over the total. And uh, Denver, on the other hand, is also a high-scoring team, 33 uh, overs and 25 uh, unders. But I don't trust Denver as against the spread, though. Here's the stat with them. They're just they're under 500. They're 28 and 31 against the spread. So knowing that the last six meetings between the Nuggets and Sacramento have gone over, I think the safer bet for me, um, not a big play, but I lean more towards a high-scoring affair in this game here. Both teams go over the total quite often, so I'd rather take a shot with the total and go over between Denver uh, and Sacramento. That's my play in that game. All right, Joe Wins again joining us here on the Saturday afternoon, like his each and every Saturday, hopefully giving us some winners like he did last week. Free winners, him and Ty crushed it on their show that will air tomorrow, Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, do you have a hockey play heading into today? Yes, Ty and me did hockey last Sunday as well. We talked about the Rangers last week when, uh, when I think they were playing Ottawa. I said, whenever the Rangers play, just go under the total because all the Rangers, when they play, need a 17 overs and 33 unders. That's 66%. Whenever you have a, ra- a ratio of a 67% uh, ratio, Rangers right now, their offense isn't clicking, but their defense is, and it's 66%, and the Penguins have been struggling, okay? They just lost to the Devils 6-1. to one. They've lost three in a row okay in those three losses they've only scored five goals here so play under the total the total is at five and a half go play the under five and a half at bet rivers and make yourself some easy money uh really quick before i let you go not sure if you have it on but uh michigan state up 68 65 against fourth ranked purdue with 0.4 not even a second Point four I am left sweating on- it out. That was my upset special this morning. I gave it out on a fine line this morning. Uh, a couple of people all like Purdue in the game. I says, nope, Michigan State and Israel is going to figure out a way to win. I gave it out, and uh, I'm praying that they get the cover. I, I took plus five of them. I couldn't believe they're getting five at home and either. You didn't, you didn't take him on the money line, Joe? Come on! I took him plus five, I'll be honest with you, because Michigan State hasn't been playing well. They've lost four of the last five games. So I took the five, and if I get the win, I'm going to the bank, and I'm very, very happy. This will be really interesting. We're getting closer and closer to Selection Sunday. Uh, Purdue doesn't win this. They lose. It'll be interesting to see what happens to them on Selection Sunday, that's for sure. Joe, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh, have a great show tomorrow, and good, good luck this weekend. Thanks, I appreciate it. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.